beauty and skincare is always a hot topic around here, and today I want to tell you about a new product line I've discovered that I think you will like, Exponent Beauty. Listeners of the show will receive 20% off their purchase. More details on that in a minute. Exponent Beauty is a skincare brand with a line of activated anti-aging serums that are clinically proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. The beauty of Exponent Beauty is their innovative form factor. The powders are activated with a quadruple hyaluronic acid serum in their patented precision-dosed dispenser. The packaging is gorgeous, and the dispenser itself is refillable, so it has also reduced plastic waste. Exponent Beauty's line of serums can be found in med spas and spas and dermatologists' office around the country. The line is dermatologist-recommended and clinically proven to reduce those fine lines and wrinkles, and to increase brightness and radiance, and to firm skin without irritation. No more expired or underutilized products with Exponent Beauty, just high-quality skincare with ingredients that work. Go to ExponentBeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's Exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two zero for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue. And you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Before we jump into this episode about finding our signature styles, I wanted to let you know that we'll be having a Secret Stuff Symposium this week on this very topic. Secret Stuff is my membership community, and every month we have a meeting together over Zoom that I call Symposium. We pick a topic, and I lead a group discussion on that topic. Members get to share and ask questions. I believe it is the best thing I'm doing on the internet right now. It is definitely my favorite thing I'm doing on the internet, because instead of me talking into this microphone, I get to talk with you. Our Symposium topic for June is, you guessed it, style, and we're using this episode as a sort of jumping off point. All Secret Stuff symposiums are recorded and turned into private podcast episodes for Secret Stuff members who can't attend it live. If you'd like to join in Secret Stuff for monthly symposiums and more, go to lauratremaine.com slash secret stuff. That's lauratremaine.com slash secret stuff. And of course, there'll be a link in the show description as well. And now, episode 177, How to Find Your Signature Style. I'm Laura Tremaine, and I have 10 things to tell you, and you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves, and the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. Each episode has a prompt or a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to a friend, or share on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Some of my favorite episodes of this show have been about style. There was an episode back in the very first year 
of 10 Things to Tell You, episode 42, that I did with my friend Amber Haynes. You might remember Amber Haynes because I write about her in my new book, The Life Council. I write about her as my battle buddy. So you might recognize her from her Secret Tapes episode also. We had a conversation together called, Have You Lost Your Style? (laughs) We were both in a moment of what even style are we right now? It was very cathartic to have that conversation with a friend. When you're out of the baby years, but you know, you're working at home, you still want to look cute and presentable for your day and errands and social events. And I just needed to talk through that moment we were in, even though now that's been years ago, I still think about it. Another episode that I loved was more recent. Episode 134, 10 Tips to Wardrobe Confidence with Allison Lombatis, who puts together outfit formulas. And her tips were so helpful and just what I needed in that moment. And then one of my very favorite episodes of this show ever, kind of a penultimate episode, is episode 123, How to Feel Pretty When You Don't which is a solo episode that I needed for myself. And so I created it for you. Those are my favorite episodes to make. And of course, while I do talk about style and feeling pretty in episode 123, that conversation is about so much more than what we're wearing, right? These are conversations and solo episodes that I love because style is not something that I actually talk about very much in my real life. I mean, I don't know about you, but in my friendship circle, that really isn't something that comes up. I think it did more often when we were younger. And maybe sometimes if someone has on something beautiful, we might talk about a new brand we like or something. But at this age, maybe, or maybe it's because I'm in Los Angeles We don't spend a lot of time talking about style because it feels like there's a tipping point where you should have figured it out by now, right? Like you should have figured out what looks good on you, what you like, etc. And maybe a lot of people have. It does seem like a lot of my friends certainly have figured it all out. I haven't always. I mean, I feel like I've been in a style transition as I've talked about here on the show and written about for years. So I don't know if, you know, what you call it after years, if it's still called a transition, but I have sometimes felt a little bit adrift in my style choices. Again, post kids, then we were in the pandemic, changing bodies, changing trends. It's not a conversation that's fully settled at least in my life. And so that's why I like exploring it here on the show. And so this episode was originally going to be a summer style episode. And I asked on Instagram, I tossed it out there for people to share either their summer style tips or their summer style questions that they, you know, wanted answered that they were looking for. And as I read through the things that came in on Instagram, the perspectives and dilemmas that you were sharing with me about your summer style, I came to the immediate conclusion that I am not a style influencer or a style blogger or any kind of a style expert. I cannot greatly help you with your summer style because we all live in different climates. We all have different needs. Some of us have little kids. Some of us travel a lot. Some of us, me, okay, me, have sensory issues around certain fabrics 
and other things like that. I am not qualified to walk through that with you, but I'll tell you what I am really qualified to talk about. Signature styles. Finding your signature style, how to think about finding and landing on a signature style. Because while I feel a little bit adrift in trends and in different issues around aging, I do feel like I have several things that I consider to be a signature style that I've developed over time that I feel most me in. And I wonder if you had one or two things that felt like the most you part of an outfit If everything else would matter less, if you had one thing that you were working around, if the other decisions would just fall into place, because that's what a signature style is for me. A signature style is a go-to, is kind of what you're known for, is what you feel best in, regardless of the season or what's trendy or not. You know, you can have a signature style that can be all over the place. It can be the way you wear your hair. It can be a certain type of outfit or shoes. It can be a color palette. It can be jewelry or highlighting or obscuring certain features. There is no one way to have a signature look, but I will say that if you have one piece you're always working around, then everything else that you're wearing or how you've styled yourself, maybe it matters less because the signature piece is the essence of you. It is the thing that is reflecting on the outside how you want to be seen or how you feel on the inside. That is the piece that is bringing you confidence in which every other style decision orbits around. Now, here's my moment to take the quick caveat in that style in our appearance is not the end-all be-all. We all know that a person can look perfect on the outside and be a mess on the inside. The way I always want to talk about style or appearance is how we feel the most ourselves, like how we can match our appearance and the way that we look on the outside with how we feel on the inside and get those two things in alignment I want fashion to be fun. I know that when we feel like we look good, we carry ourselves well. Like there's a confidence piece there. There's a creative expression. There are times when it really doesn't matter at all, but it's not ever just the most shallow version of like, what are you wearing? (laughs) You know, it's deeper or it can be that we can certainly use our outward expressions of ourselves as a canvas for telling the world who we are or teaching ourselves how to be who we are by making style choices that move us closer to that person. It can also be none of that. Sometimes clothes are just clothes, or sometimes it just doesn't matter to you personally. And so like, this isn't something that you want to put a lot of time and effort and money into. You don't see it as an outward expression of your inner self, and that's okay too. We are all doing the best we can, style included. And for me, A signature style anchors me in some of these questions. Like, as I described, when I feel like I don't really know what's going on with me emotionally or style-wise, I can anchor myself in some of these signature things that make me feel like me, and it helps. This is why I've preached for years and years, over a decade now, why I have preached the power of a bold lipstick. It feels like armor, It feels like an exclamation point. It gives me confidence on the days when I don't have it. 
It's an outside thing that I'm using to cope with or express the inside things. Because, of course, a bold lip is one of my signature styles. So take all of this signature style talk, however it hits you today. If you are like craving a signature style, that's why you pressed play. If you have one already, but you just kind of want to hear thoughts around it, or if you don't really care much if you have a signature style or not, but it's just food for thought, all of that is welcome. It's not every day that you find a product that you truly love and want to shout about from the rooftops. Well, friends, I have found something that I am genuinely excited to share with you today, and that is Born Shoes. Born Shoes are made with the best top quality leather with functional stitching and flexibility. They are lightweight, but they're also supportive. They are great for all casual occasions, extremely comfortable, and especially good for travel. The brand recently gifted me a pair of the Ithaca style sandals. Of course, they are beautiful. The footbed has extra foam for added comfort and with a slight heel for lift. I am positive that I could walk all over London in this pair of shoes, just like I did in my Born Sandals last summer. Born Shoes offers sandals, flats, boots, and heels in several styles and color choices. Take comfort in Born Shoes. Every season, they make high-quality shoes that feel as good as they look. With artistic touches, unparalleled craftsmanship, and exquisite materials, Born designs shoes to satisfy the demands of every lifestyle. Go to bornshoes.com for a 15% discount plus free ground shipping on all full-price shoes when you use my promo code TELL. That's born, B-O-R-N, shoes, S-H-O-E-S, dot com, and use promo code TELL, T-E-L-L, for 15% off and free shipping, available exclusively to our listeners for a limited time. With sunshine, outdoor activities, and so many fun things to do outside, it is impossible not to enjoy all of these good weather days up ahead. Of course, we all know that more sun and fun means more sweating, and yes, more odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi. Lumi is the first of its kind in the full-body deodorant world and is seriously safe to use on any and every part of your body. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how regular body odor was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. I especially love that Lumi deodorant is baking soda and paraben-free. It is also pH-balanced for safe use on all areas of your body. You can choose from a variety of fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code U at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T, Dot com and use code U, Y-O-U, here at 10 Things to Tell You. Okay, so I'm going to talk about some of the myths and ideas that we have around a signature style, and then I'm going to talk about three ways for you to find your signature style. So I get that having a signature style is equally appealing and also repellent, right? Because it's appealing to have something that you're known for. It's appealing to have that decision already made. It's appealing to have what is often like something unique about you. That's what kind of makes it signature. It wouldn't be so signature if everyone else was doing it, right? Like that's the appealing part. What's repellent about it is you feel like, does that mean you have to 
wear it every single day? Does that get old? Does this mean I have to commit to it for the rest of my life? Is that what the signature part of this means? Or what if I'm interested in all kinds of styles? I like to try out different kinds of styles. I like trendy things. There are parts of my life that change too often for me to feel like I can land on something quote-unquote signature. So I understand why it is both appealing and repellent. But I also really think you can land on a healthy path of navigating all of those things. There are lots of signature style choices that you can choose that are dependent on the occasion and doesn't mean you're stuck with it forever. I don't want you to resist this idea because you think it's a permanent decision. It's not. Having a signature style can be short-term or it can be long-term. It's not like Anna Wintour's haircut. Like you don't have to have it for decades and decades for it to qualify as a signature style. You might have a signature style for work, like for how you dress professionally, and that doesn't apply to any other kind of outfit that you wear. You might have a signature style that is very specifically seasonal, like this is your signature style in the summer and this is your signature style in the winter. Those two things do not match because the weather requires that they change. You might have a signature style for a certain period in your life that you want to kind of mark the period in that way. Like during this time of your life, you're going to have pink hair. This is just what you have decided. It is most likely not forever because pink hair is trendy or because pink hair is representing what you are going through right now or who you feel that you are in this moment. But choosing that as your signature for this year or this summer or for this set of three years that you are in, it's your current signature style. It's not your forever signature style. You may be really into a certain type of look, a certain dress, and you have it in every color, and you are really into it until you're not. That is still an example of a signature style for that moment. So drop this idea that a signature style has to be for forever. It might not appeal to you to have a signature style for a short period of time, but I think it's helpful as you are trying to find your signature style that you release the idea that you are committing to this thing. It's not a tattoo. It's a style choice. You are always welcome to change it. An example of a short-term signature style that I chose was my book dress. Now, I don't know if you've seen it on social media or not. If you follow me, there's no way you have escaped it because I chose one dress. I found one dress online in the winter that matched the stripes of my new book. Like the dress itself mimicked the stripes of the cover of my book, The Life Council. And so I bought that dress and I was originally just going to wear it to like my launch party or something. This was before I even knew, you know, what my book tour plans were or launch party plans were or anything. But I just was like, this will be my release day dress and then, you know, maybe launch party dress. Well, I loved it so much, this dress, that on a whim, I decided I was going to wear this dress that matched my book cover to every book event. Like I was going to wear it every time I had a book stop on my book tour or book party or reading or anything, I was going to wear this matchy-matchy dress. Now, there's a few reasons I did that. One, I truly loved the dress. I loved the way I looked in the dress. And we're going to get to that in a second because this this part actually matters. I loved the way the dress looked. I loved that it was on theme with my book. I loved that it kind of 
paired with the celebration of this book release so that at these different book events, like people would kind of know what I was going to wear. It was like almost like a marketing decision, kind of. I mean, not exactly, but you know what I mean? It was like a branding thing almost. But most especially, I loved that it took all the other decisions off of my plate. I did not have to come up with a cute outfit every single time that I had a book event. I did not have to like go shopping or feel nervous about how I looked or if something photographed well or if I was comfortable. Like I made the decision. Kendra Adachi, the lazy genius, would call it decide once. I decided this was my book dress. And, you know, it's a bit of a gamble. Like in some ways it could be like this person wears the same thing all the time. But because this dress was quite dramatic, it wasn't like I was just in the same outfit every time. It was like the dress itself was like an event. That made it a little bit easier to commit to that. But when I'm done with this book tour, the dress will be done. The look will be done. So that was a signature style choice for me for right now. And I loved how it made me feel and how that choice turned out. Like it ended up being a fun part of book events, but it will be over. And maybe I'll repeat it with a different dress or, you know, a different set of events or something in the future. Maybe I'll do something similar, but it won't be this one. And so the signature-ness of this one will be over. And it was still a signature style choice for me for work in 2023. So this is me trying to convince you that finding a signature style can still live in somewhat of a narrow category without taking over your whole life. It doesn't mean you can never wear anything else. It also doesn't mean that it has to affect every area of your life. Another example of this is I have a signature style for volleyball tournaments. (laughs) Now, I did post about this a little bit online, but I cannot get up at 5 a.m. and make a style choice about a volleyball tournament. Like, I cannot. These are long days. They're early days. I need to be comfortable, and I also need to not think about it. So I bought, like, I think I have four now, volleyball-themed sweatshirts. So one, like, says, I love volleyball. One says, volleyball is my favorite season. One, I think, just has a volleyball on it. I mean, I don't even remember. I have these sweatshirts, and that is what I wear. I rotate these volleyball sweatshirts to volleyball tournaments with yoga pants and tennis shoes. I do not vary from this. If you have ever seen me at a volleyball tournament or seen me post about me being at a volleyball tournament for my kid, that is what I am wearing without exception. I made that decision three years ago. I have stuck to it. I don't wear those volleyball sweatshirts outside of volleyball weekends. That is their purpose. That is my signature style for that. It is a look. Now, in that case, it's not all that unique of a look. Every other volleyball mom is in something kind of similar. So in that case, I guess maybe how quote unquote signature is it? Is that a signature style or is that just like a smart mom uniform? I guess we're getting into semantics here, but all of this is a way to make you think about what can make you feel most like you without reinventing the wheel every single time. So that's the first thought about signature styles that I want you to drop any hangups you might have around it, that a signature style does not have to be forever. It does not have to be all-encompassing. It does not have to fit every single area of your life. Secondly, a signature style doesn't have to be classic or trendy or even flattering. Hear this again. A signature style doesn't have to be classic 
or trendy or even flattering. So I know we have in our mind signature style means it has to be classic because back to this idea that it has to last forever. We're like thinking of Coco Chanel. We're thinking of like Audrey Hepburn, people who are famous for having signature styles, Gwen Stefani and her lipstick, which I love. We think that something about it has to be classic or at least off trend like not reliant on on trends. It is outside of trends. That doesn't necessarily have to be true because as we have covered, if your signature style is for the short term, it is for now, this is what my signature style is in this moment or this year, that might be part of something that's trendy. You might be really into wide-legged pants right now or high-waisted pants or maxi dresses or things that might be considered trendy. It's okay if your signature style is trendy. Signature style does not mean that you invented it, right? Like maybe it's trendy for a reason or considered stylish for a reason. And so you have chosen it. It's okay if there's a lot of that around right now. So it doesn't have to be classic. It doesn't have to be trendy. Here's the one that you might be cringing at. It doesn't even have to be flattering. Here's what I mean by that. Back to the idea of that signature styles have to be forever. I think we also get tangled in our head about signature styles have to be the thing that looks best on me. Now, if the thing that looks best on you gives you confidence because you do think that it's flattering, you do think that it highlights your shape in a way that you like, or it's a universally flattering cut or color or something, then great. That does make for an easier decision. But what if you love something that isn't exactly flattering? Now, I don't think that many of us are racing to look unflattering, right? I mean, you know, like everyone wants to feel cute, but that book dress that I just spent many minutes telling you about, it is not flattering. It is sort of like a fringy tint. It is shapeless. It literally goes from my armpits down to almost my ankles, just kind of A-liney, but not even like special A-line, like just a straight sack of a dress. It's not flattering. Sometimes in pictures, there'll be an angle I'll catch myself in it and I'll be like, huh, well, that didn't look so great. But you know what? Who cares? I felt great in it. The dress itself was special because of its colors, because of its stripes, because it had these little fringy, fluffy things on it. And so even though it wasn't flattering, it didn't make me look like a supermodel, I still loved wearing it. You may have an example of that and you've been back and forth in your mind about it. Like someone told you it wasn't flattering. You can see for yourself that maybe it's shapeless or off trend or whatever it is that you feel like is unflattering about it. But if you love it because it's fun or funky or represents you or you feel good in it, or maybe it's shapeless, but you can really move. It's easy to dance in or whatever, you can still choose it as your signature style. Maybe someone told you that having turquoise colored hair was not flattering to your skin tone. But every time you pass a mirror and you catch a glimpse of your brightly colored hair, you smile inside or outside like you like it. It feels like you right now. It feels rebellious. It feels fun. And you need those feelings. You like those feelings. It doesn't matter if it's not flattering to your skin tone in this moment. It's fulfilling you in a different way. It is bringing you closer to yourself in a way that has nothing to do with whether or not it looks perfect. Flattering is relative because you know what's beautiful? 
you feeling beautiful. A big smile on your face because you feel like you look great. If you feel like you look great, you're going to carry yourself like you look great. And it doesn't matter if your skin tone and your hair color are perfectly aligned. We all make style decisions that have nothing to do with whether or not they're like actually flattering or trendy or classic or not. Every time I see a picture of myself with bangs from the past, I think to myself, that looks really good because I have a ginormous forehead and bangs sort of (laughs) took away from the expansive skin at the top of my head. And bangs were very, very flattering on me in photos. But you know what drives me absolutely bonkers bananas? Having bangs in reality, like in my day. (laughs) They drive me nuts. I feel them. I feel like they get greasy. I feel like they never lay right. I always just want to pin them back. So not having bangs, because it's easier right now in my life to not have bangs. That is a thing I do not want to deal with. That decision has absolutely nothing to do with what haircut is actually flattering on me. Because if I was only going for flattering or I was only going for signature style with my hair, it probably wouldn't be the way that it is right now, which is not all that interesting, but fits my lifestyle and fits the amount of time I want to allocate to doing my hair every day. So all of this to say, drop the ideas around that a signature style, choosing it has to be forever, has to be classic, has to be trendy, has to be flattering. It doesn't have to be any of these things. All that a signature style has to be is something that you love, that you feel like represents you or is moving you towards who you want to be. That's the signature style that we're choosing. Now we're going to talk about three ways to find that style. Y'all know that I love to play games on my phone to unwind, and I am always looking for a new one to download. And I recently ran across Two Dots, and I want to tell you about it. Two Dots is a free-to-download puzzle-based game that involves connecting dots through relaxing puzzles while unlocking levels and collecting prizes along the way. There are different gameplay modes to make the experience unique and exciting with every single puzzle. There are over five thousand distinct puzzles with various power-ups and special dots ready to earn as you move through the levels. The in-app music and visually stimulating interface provide a soothing experience when you just want to relax and unwind. Not only is Two Dots free to download, but it can also be played without internet connection. So playing on the go offline is a breeze. And if you don't want to play alone, you can challenge your friends on Facebook as well as connect with the larger Two Dots community for even more engagement. If you're looking for the perfect game to help you relax but also keep you engaged, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, let's talk about three ways to find your signature style. Number one, this seems really self-explanatory, but I'm going to say it anyway. Pay attention to what you're drawn to in other people. Like really pay attention when you see someone that you think looks great and what it is that you love about the way that they look. 
Is it their haircut or color? Is it their outfit? Is it a dramatic something? Oversized bag, oversized sunglasses, bright lipstick? Is it a neutral something? Like they're monochromatic. They look calm and chic. Is it the silhouette of the outfit they're wearing? Like, do you like that it hangs a certain way or highlights a piece of them? Really just start to notice. You know, notice is like my keyword. Notice is like the number one word I feel like that comes up when I am talking about basically anything. But I want you to notice other people around you and what you are really drawn to. Now, here's a key to this. We can do this with celebrities all day long. But it's really unfair to do it that way. As we all know, celebrities, models, anything that you might see like flipping through a magazine or, you know, browsing certain websites, they don't look like that all the time. They've had a team of people help them look like that for that specific moment, for that photograph, for that role, for that red carpet. And so it's a little bit unfair to look at something that was collaborative for a single moment in time and feel like that's what you would want to choose for your signature style that you could wear on a regular basis, because that is just not reality of what we're seeing when we're looking at very famous people who put hours and hours into one photograph. It is better and more fun to do this in like the airport or at the mall, or if you're just out and about running errands. I have started And for lots of reasons, I've kind of started this, but I have started to put my phone down in places where I would previously be scrolling to avoid boredom. I don't think there's anything wrong with scrolling to avoid boredom. We all do it. It is a blessing and a curse to have that thing in your pocket at all times. But in a situation where I would just typically be scrolling, mindlessly scrolling, so again, sitting at an airport in a long line that I'm waiting in, anything like that where I am in kind of a public place, like surrounded by people, but I'm waiting or sitting or whatever. Instead of scrolling my phone, I have started to look around at people and notice what it is about their style that I like or occasionally don't like. I don't like to focus on if I see someone that I don't like what their style is. It's much more helpful and gratifying to see what you're drawn to. Like when you're like, ooh, she looks great, or ooh, I love that dress or her vibe or whatever. And then ask yourself, what is it I love about it? Is it because it's very patterned? Is it because it seems comfortable? And I also don't think that you have to seek out someone who seems similar to you. They don't have to be around your same age. They don't have to be around your same body type. That can be helpful if you're really trying to get super practical about like, how would I actually purchase those pieces or recreate that outfit? Then maybe you could get into the nitty gritty of finding someone that seems similar to you. But in the very first part of this exercise, it doesn't matter if they're a lot older than you or a lot younger than you, if they seem like they're in a completely different life circumstance. It doesn't matter. Just pay attention at first to what you're drawn to. And then you'll start to see some themes like, oh, I really like people who have bright colors on, or I really like people who look very sophisticated or fun or natural or whatever. Then once you start to identify the pattern and what you continue to be drawn to, then maybe you can seek out the actual places that you might be able to recreate that look or that style. But the first step is really just noticing And I feel like I used to do this a lot more when I was younger, you know, when you're like 
really paying a lot of attention to people around you. And also, when I was a lot younger, we didn't have the smartphones like this. And so I do think that we, in general, just looked around at one another more. We made eye contact. We smiled. We weren't all buried into our screens. It's more about noticing real people in the real world versus celebrities or even style influencers and bloggers that we're scrolling through because I follow some great people and love following them and get good tips. But they too are not always a perfect example of how a look or an outfit or whatever would translate into regular life, the real world. Who do I feel like carries herself in a way that makes me want to know her better? Is that about her actual blouse? Not really. I mean, sometimes it can be really cute, but is there something about the way that she has put herself together that is giving me an impression about her that has piqued my curiosity? So that's number one. That's the first task. Pay attention to what you're drawn to in other people. Now, secondly, you will be unsurprised that I'm going to tell you to notice what you feel best in yourself. So finding a signature style is definitely not going to be like about getting a whole new wardrobe. I mean, it might lead to that if for some reason you were really off of your own path, but I think most of us are probably not. I think most of us probably own several pieces of what really is our signature style, the thing that we love to wear the most, but we only have one of them, a dress, a look, something that we've invested in maybe, or something that was like very funky and purchased in a unique way. We already have something that is pointing us towards what might be our signature style. So looking in our own closet seeing what we want to wear and what we feel extra pretty in, what we feel like gets a lot of compliments maybe, and maybe that's because of the actual piece or outfit, or maybe it's because of the way that we carry ourselves when we're wearing it, which I think is more likely. If you listen to that episode 134 that I already mentioned, the 10 tips to wardrobe confidence with Allison Lombatis, I think I say in that episode, I can't remember if this made it to the final cut or not, but I remember telling her an actual stylist, that what I really wanted my signature style to be was like great jeans and a white t-shirt. Now, this was a couple of years ago, and I don't exactly feel that way at this moment, but I knew that is how I wanted to look then. And I was too intimidated to like make that happen. I didn't know where to find the perfect white t-shirt. I tried a bunch and they were, they were either too sheer or too thick or not long enough or not v-neck or had a pocket or I don't even know, whatever. I didn't put any effort into finding that white t-shirt, even though I knew in my mind's eye when I pictured myself in a way that I thought, I will feel cute if I can look like this. I really didn't seek out that actual look. So this is where things take a deeper turn. Why? Why didn't I seek out that actual look if I had a look in mind that was as simple as great jeans and a white t-shirt? What derailed me from finding that? So if this is you also, if you feel like you know what you want to wear or what you think looks great on others, but for some reason you don't feel like it looks great on you or you just can't manage to recreate it, ask yourself why and notice what does feel great. So maybe when I pictured myself in jeans and a white t-shirt, I thought it was going to look a certain way. And then when I actually put on nice jeans and a nice white t-shirt, I was like, this isn't translating to the look that I wanted. Like I didn't feel good in it. I didn't feel like it was landing. And then you have to ask yourself, well, maybe it's not truly my signature style, or maybe I just haven't found the right combo of these pieces yet. So of the things that you already have, what do you feel great in? Is it jeans? Is it a dress? 
Is it doing your hair a certain way? Is it bright colors or dark colors or anything like that? That's step two. Notice what you feel best in yourself. And then number three, try out signature styles in a low stakes way. So another misstep that I have done, and I wonder if you have too, is I tried out something that I thought might be a signature style moment. Like I really thought I was going to try something really new, but it was for a very high stakes event, like a dressy thing or a very social thing where I was going to be around a lot of people or a long night where I might have miscalculated how uncomfortable the thing was I was going to be wearing for four hours. If you're going to try out a new signature style, do it in a low stakes way. Do it while you're just with a few friends to dinner, out on your errands. Something that doesn't make you feel like you really have to commit to this look. One of my signature styles that I keep mentioning is my bold lipstick. I love bold lipstick. People who are trying it out for the first time, do not do that when you're going to be highly photographed or something. Like, Do not wear bright lipstick for the very first time in your life to a wedding where when you go back and look at the pictures, you're like, this doesn't even feel like me. I look like a clown. First of all, you probably do not look like a clown because I think that bright lipstick is really beautiful on so many people. But if it doesn't feel like you to yourself, then you don't want to be photographed in that way. If you're only going to wear it for an hour and then the feel of it on your lips bugs you so much that you run to the bathroom and end up taking it off, that's fine. Just make sure that like it was just in the middle of something that was very low stakes. You didn't run to the bathroom and remove your lipstick at a formal event or something like that. Try out signature styles in a low stakes way as a way to go back to number two and notice what you feel good in. So if you're really trying something outside of your own comfort zone, so let's continue to use the lipstick analogy, you might not expect to feel like it's perfectly you the very first time that you do it. You might look at a photograph or you might run and take it off in the bathroom. You might need some kind of practice to kind of work yourself up to it. You might feel a little out of sorts inside, but then you are getting compliments or you are seeing yourself in pictures or in a selfie and you think, oh, I do like the way this looks, but it's going to take a little bit of practice. All of this, as you're hearing, is a balance between finding what makes you feel the most you, what makes you feel happy, what makes you feel pretty, what makes you feel like is aligned with who you want to be or who you already are that you're trying to express. All of this is a balance of finding that and executing that which are sometimes two different tasks, which is why it all goes together of paying attention to what you're drawn to in others, noticing when you feel best, and trying out different styles in an experiment that might take longer than you imagine. Sort of joked at the beginning of this that I feel like I've been in a quote-unquote style transition for years, and that's true. I do feel like I haven't really landed on how to dress my current body and age and mood, but I always have these signature anchors that bring me back to myself, no matter if the other pieces aren't quite right. So lipstick we've covered. My other signature style is a headscarf. Now, if you've followed me for a while, you know this because I wear them all the time and people comment on them all the time. I wear a headscarf at least once a week. And whenever I do, it ticks all of these boxes. I feel like myself I get compliments. I like the way it looks in pictures. And for me, it's been around for a certain period of time. Even though signature styles do not have to last forever, this one on me has been, I'm not sure, a long time I've been wearing 
headscarves. It started as a way to disguise my dirty hair. Literally, I used to hate washing my hair. I still don't love washing my hair. There's a lot of things behind this that we don't need to get into right now. But some of our style choices are tied to other things, right? Like anxieties, history, what we are taught, what we're rebelling against. I started wearing these headscarves because I hated washing my hair. And so I would do my hair once like really well, you know, spend a good hour, whatever, curling my hair, getting it all how I wanted it. And then I needed that to last for days. So by the time that I got to day four or whatever, my hair was starting to get greasy and dirty looking. I would wear a scarf and I just loved the way it looked. I used to buy scarves at thrift stores. My mom had a beautiful collection of scarves that she used to actually wear around her neck in the 80s or whatever, but I would put them on my head. I was doing it, again, to sort of cover a problem area, if you will, but I liked the way that it looked and people started to kind of associate headscarves with me and my style. So it all sort of worked together in a way that, again, really anchors me if I don't know what else to do with my look. I'll reach for a headscarf. I feel like I have other maybe less prominent signature styles. I wear a lot of pink. For the last couple of years, I've worn a lot of hoop earrings. Gold hoop earrings has become maybe a temporary sort of signature style. Sweatshirts, of course. I wear a sweatshirt every single day of my life because I'm cold easily and it's just what I reach for in the morning. That has sort of become a little bit of a joke on the internet, a joke that is steeped in truth. I love a sweatshirt. That's one of my signature styles. So it can be even as simple as that, a sweatshirt. We don't think of that as being a signature style because a sweatshirt, (laughs) but you can make it so. Everyone in my life knows that I wear a sweatshirt every single day. That qualifies as a signature style. As we are starting summer, I want you to be thinking about all of these things. Even if you already feel like you have your signature style, even if you're not sure that you really need one or want to put the effort into having one, I want you to take everything that we talked about here today and just think about it this week. Notice what other people are wearing that you're drawn to. Examine what ideas that you might have around signature styles that feels intimidating to you or like, you know, that it doesn't apply to you or that you feel like you could make it work for you. All of these things we talked about a lot in the last hour. I will be very curious to see how this creeps its way into your week as you're navigating the beginning of summer and beyond. This has been so fun for me to explore my own signature style within myself and to share it with you. Thanks for listening, friends. Now go share something. You've just listened to an episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. For show notes and links, go to 10thingstotellyou.com. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. And you can also join our free connection group on Facebook to discuss episodes and topics. For bonus content, ad-free episodes, and monthly Zoom gatherings with me, join my Secret Stuff Patreon community by going to 10thingstotellyou.com slash secret stuff. Thanks for listening. 